In episode 11 of Within Digital, I chat to SEO strategy director at Conductor, Katie Greenwood, about what she thinks will be the SEO trends that come to define 2022. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of welcoming Katie Greenwood, uh, SEO Strategy Director at Conductor, back to the podcast. Hi, Katie. It's been a little while. How's it going? Hey, Nick. It's great to be here again. I'm really excited to get chatting today. Where, Where are you coming to us from? Remind us. I am based in Austin, Texas in the USA. Brilliant. Surely far nicer conditions out than there are in Bristol, UK right now, which is looking very, very gray. You know what? I actually feel like I'm in the UK right now. It's been raining <laughs> in Austin for a couple of weeks. So I think we might oh. actually be in the same mood today. I'm, I'm oh, waiting dear. for that Austin sunshine. It's been hiding from me. <laughs> well, it has. It's not here. I can tell you that much. It's not here. Okay, You, you guys have stolen it. Good to know. <laughs> Conductor and Adapt have been partners for a while now. We're not going to do a big plug, but Katie, perhaps you can give us a bit of a refresher on exactly what it is that Conductor is, does, says. Yeah, absolutely. You know, outside of hearing my terrible SEO jokes all day, uh, (laughs) Conductor is an organic marketing platform built for enterprise SEO content and web teams. So we help you, you know, do your keyword research, measure your SEO campaigns, measure your competitors, get those technical insights through our partnership with DeepRawl, pretty much everything under the sun that you would need to find success in your organic marketing. On top of that, you're assigned with a customer success manager like myself and some of my other brilliant teammates mm-hmm. who help you really define that strategy moving forward and help you reach those goals. And that's straight off the website. So no one can argue with that. That's that's, that's true. That's... I was reading that. That was not uh, <laughs> me. I read the script. It was approved by marketing. I promise. Uh, so that's not my opinion. That is a fact. What does an SEO strategy director at Conductor do? What's your job? Yeah, that's a great question. So I right now specialize in enterprise brands, but we do work, Conductor works with everybody under the sun. So I really help very large content marketing, SEO web teams develop their SEO strategy kind of on a large scale, big picture basis. So, you know, this, these teams already know how to optimize a title tag and implement an H1 tag, things like Mm -hmm. that. It's really defining ways that they can kind of make sure SEO is a big area of concern in the whole organization that the content writers are thinking about SEO from step one, that the social team is thinking about SEO from step one and and so on and so forth. Making sure that SEO is part of every step of the process, not so much that basic uh, SEO 101 ideas. Well, that'd be why we work with you then, won't it? I mean, like that aligns pretty well with us and then what we do. We want to join those data points up throughout all the people we work with. And it sounds like That's kind of what you do. Exactly. And it seems to be one of the most common challenges in really large scale enterprise brands is making sure that SEO is part of the conversation in every aspect that it needs to. And what I've seen happen the most is that, you know, the content team comes up with this brilliant piece of writing, but it's not been optimized for SEO until the very last second. Or the product team is designing the new product and coming up with ways that we want to talk about the product, but SEO is truly not thought about until the page has already been designed. This is common for the biggest brands in the whole world 
world to the smallest yeah. mom and pop shop. So this is my strategy for getting brands to think about SEO when they need to. So it's not that last minute thought that we're scrambling to take care of. And then we're starting from square one when we should be wrapping this up in a neat little bow. There you go, everybody. There's a the sales pitch. And I think the message is clear. Think about SEO before the day before launch, I think is the is the key message. We can just stop now. We can end there. Let's just get this. Just, All right. Just, it was great go. speaking with you. Yeah, it's uh, great. Nice, short, talk, sweet. I'll talk to you later. I <laughs> hope everybody has a great day. <laughs> Oh, obviously not. Uh, we've got minutes more content to come. Katie, last time you were on the podcast, I think was last April. I think it was last April. And we chatted about the Google page experience update. But this time we're a bit earlier in the year and we're going to rather predictably talk about the SEO trends of 2022 and maybe even into 2023. Who knows? The trend It's always the same trends every year, almost, isn't it? But we're going to do it a, bit, a bit of a small twist. Basically, you're here today because I'd like your opinion on a couple of things. Adapt has published its own SEO trends blog on our very own insights page, which listeners, you can read all about on the Adapt website. But Katie, I would love you to critique our own SEO trends. I'll run through them quickly, just so you know what what we're saying. One, making sure that businesses are keeping pace with an accelerating rate of change algorithmic updates, that sort of thing. Number two, AI and automation becoming even more integral to SEO. Three, the unsiloing of SEO and PPC, bringing those two fields together and really bringing the data that each of those areas has to bear upon the other one and sort of informing each other for greater success. Four, the continued rise of voice search, which feels like it's been talked about for years. It's one of those... (laughs) It's like one of those like augmented reality has been a trend for 15 years now or something like that. And then five, the changing role of video for SEO. I'm hoping that none of these are totally wrong. Someone very dear to my heart has written this article, but maybe <laughs> maybe you exa- think we've exaggerated a point or two or missed something out. So give, before we go into your trends, Give us your critique of our trends. What do you think we've got wrong? Oh, well, I won't start with, hey, this is what you got wrong. That's just, that's just rude. That's a lot of stuff. I invite um, so, you into my home. I put you out there on the internet. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, too, we're too good friends. I'm not going to do that. Um, but we'll just go down the list and I'll, get, I'll share my thoughts on what you think is coming for 2022. So the first thing I want to talk about is making pace with an acceleration rate of change. And I agree with this to an extent because the only constant in Google and SEO as a whole is continued volatility. Google's going to change. We know that Google's going to change. Sometimes they're going to be polite and give us some advanced warning like they did with Core Web Vitals. And sometimes they're going to send out a tweet and that's all we're going to get about a week after that they've made a major algorithm update and say, hey, good luck. Hope you had a nice weekend. But by the way, we just changed the internet forever. Um, (laughs) We've turned your world upside down over the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> XOXO gossip girl by, which is not the best relationship that we could have with essentially our internet overlords. But the only constant that we know is that it's going to change. So when it comes to trends for 2022, I think the only thing that we can really do here is don't panic and don't be reactive. You really have to give Google some time to adjust. And, and you might see a slight dip in your website, but oftentimes I see this go back to normal on its own. You have no idea how many panicked emails or phone calls I get from my clients just saying like, I saw this tweet, everything's on fire. We have to have a six hour long meeting to fix this. <laughs> And then by next Monday, the site has gone back to normal. So for trends, 
based on the core web vitals update of 2021, I do think that Google is going to be a little sassy like they were last year and kind of make these major changes again. But I do think they are going to give us that advanced warning a bit, maybe not as much as last year, but but similar in the sense that they did this year. But I do think that the the best thing you can do is just don't be reactive. Give yourself a breath, see what actually happens, collect some information from other SEOs in the field before we tear down the entire house and build it from scratch. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair enough. Thanks. So the next thing topic I really want to talk about is the marriage of paid and organic search. Again, this is not a brand new trend that we're seeing for 2022. This is something that we've seen slowly come together over time. So right now on its own, organic traffic accounts for 53% of all website traffic. And with paid, when they're smushed together, it's 70% of all revenue for your B2B site. Mm -hmm. These things matter. And the more that we think about them as a holistic view and not these two things that are siloed separately, the more strategic and the more successful we can be in our entire website strategy. So what do I mean by this? Am I just spitting jargon and being kind of salesy here? Not at all. Your organic strategy can dictate how much you're spending on your paid. And it's, it's kind of basic math here, because if you're spending a ton of money on a keyword that you rank in position, let's even be a little fast and loose here, position like one through four on Google, mm-hmm. why are you spending all that money? That's ridiculous. That's such a waste of money. You could honestly be getting that traffic just from your organic and saving some budget there and maybe using that money for a keyword that's a little bit more competitive. Maybe you're just not successful in organically and you really need to make up for it in other ways, or, you know, you need to protect a brand term, something like that. There's a million reasons why we need to spend money on paid, but there's no such thing as the death of paid media. It's never going to go away. You do still need to have this budget, but have your organic dictate your paid budget. There's no reason to only look at these things in totally separate boxes. You should absolutely look at these things together every day and have them speak to each other and have one dictate the other. It's not all bad news. We've seen quite a lot of our clients take these steps and bring SEO and PPC or paid a lot close together. And it's something we push for and we see a lot of success with it. So it's not like nobody's doing it, but more and more, especially those larger brands really should be focusing on that. Definitely. The future of video in 2022, I think is one of the most exciting things that we're going to see, because again, all of these trends, they're not coming from nowhere. They've been showing up for a while. And video yeah. is something that has been on the rise for so long. So and if we look at YouTube in itself, YouTube is its own search engine. It's the second most popular search engine in the world. People are going to YouTube now instead of going to Google to ask these questions, myself included. I needed to learn how to fix my dishwasher the other day. I didn't go to Google. I went to YouTube. And by the way, I did not learn how to fix my dishwasher. Nope, nope. I had no skills Uh, whatsoever to do that. Maybe you should have gone to Google. That's true. Maybe Google could have (laughs) answered my question instead. But I think one of the biggest indicators we're seeing here that video is becoming more and more important is that Google has released two new structured data elements specifically for video, the seek markup and the clip markup, which essentially lets us tell Google like, hey, this section of the video is very important for XYZ. And now you'll see it in your own SERP results when you see video results. It's clipped up a little bit and you can specifically Mm -hmm. click on that link or that section where you want to see the video because it'll answer your specific question. Now, Google's being a little sneaky here because... Google wants you to stay on Google, and this is allowing you to stay on Google instead of clicking into the video. But it's just giving us more options for video result types. It's getting bigger and bigger. And video, I think, is becoming kind of the leading result type for 2022. And I think it's just going to get even bigger. So if you have a video strategy, focus on that. Use your organic to tell you what type of questions people are asking on video. One of my favorite things to do in Conductor is to track YouTube as a competitor and then measure myself against YouTube to see 
see what type of who, what, when, where, why questions my customers are asking on YouTube. And YouTube is just flat out outranking me for, because that tells me that I need to be answering these questions too. If you don't have a video strategy, don't panic. This is just something you should start thinking about now and measure your result types here. Are your queries even getting video results now? If they're not, okay, then you don't need to create the wheel and start being the leader in video innovation here because that's not what your customers were looking for. So just be strategic. If you have a lot of queries that are getting video results, you probably want to be invited to that party and you probably want to start making video content. I'm taking notes. I'm going to, I'm going to start tracking YouTube as a, as a competitor. And that is my, my party trick that I tell everybody that it is YouTube is everyone's competitor. It is not just major publishers competitor. It is everyone's competitor. So start tracking YouTube for your main uh, queries because you will get a lot of interesting information there for what people are actually searching for. And it's all great for early stage content. But that really ties me into voice search here. So voice search, I'm so sorry. Here we go. My wonderful friends at Adapt. I'm so sorry. I disagree here. I don't think voice search is going to be on trend for 2022, which that makes me sound like a a fashion blogger. I'm like, no, boots aren't (laughs) it for 2022. No one's wearing boots. I just, we've been talking about this for so long and it never comes to fruition. Voice search is never like the hot topic. It never is like the star feature of the surf results. It's just not a thing. And it, I don't think it's ever going to be. That was I mean, my I next question. Not- so you, you don't think it's ever going to be the star of the year? No, I just don't see us as a society really adapting to voice search. Think about all the embarrassing things that you search for. Are you ever going to speak those things out loud? This morning I was searching for dog ratchet. I don't want to speak that into existence and I live alone. I don't want to, I don't want to say that out loud. But on top of that, there, voice search is never going to go away completely. It is really important for certain businesses and that's hyper-local and healthcare as well. There is trend data there that says that voice search is really important for navigational search. So if you are a very local business, I'm going to even go out on a limb here and say like restaurants or, or, you know, hospitals and things like that. You may really want to consider voice search because people use voice search a lot when they're driving or when they are yeah. hands-free mm-hmm. and they really need that. So don't ignore voice search if that's really your area. Also, there is importance for voice search in healthcare. So people who are maybe home aides and are hands-free and also making the website, the web or the internet more accessible for all is very important near and dear to my heart. Voice search is important for, you know, making sure that people of all ranges can use the internet and we need to make sure that our website is accessible for voice search as well in that aspect. So I'm not going to say it's going away. I'm not going to say that it, no one will ever use it. I just don't think it's going to be the majority, but in some businesses, in some aspects, it is very important. So if you are hyper-local healthcare, think about it a little bit more. But for the vast majority of us, it's not going to be the hot new jacket of 2022. I just want to know what you're, uh, what you're searching for at home. <laughs> it's, it's dog related. It's all dog oh, stuff. God. My dog ate this. What do I do? That's, that's it. <laughs> what, what did it eat? Uh, the other night she ate an entire carton of chicken lo mein. Shockingly, she's fine. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Impressive. Fair enough. Is that our, that's our trends covered, isn't it? I think the last topic we had was the um, rise of automation. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. And there is one topic I think very important here, and that is the introduction of Index Now, which okay. is when a website integrated with Index Now API updates its content, deletes its post, or publishes a new one. The API pushes this information to the search engines. So no longer are we kind of manually telling Google, hey, index this page, please, pretty please, we'll wait a week for you to actually do it. <laughs> 
to browse to cash our site to make sure that you see the new update kind of waiting for the the cool kid to pick us for dodgeball and gym class <laughs> now this is done automatically and i do think this is going to have major implications for the web because we're not waiting anymore this is done instantly so the good news is when smaller sites make these changes they get seen. They're not waiting forever because, you know, we do know that bigger sites are probably getting crawled more frequently. But on top of that, if you delete a post by accident, it's gone. Uh, so we do need <laughs> to be a little bit more careful there uh, with those accidental robots.txt file removals and things like that. So I do think Index Now is going to be really important for that rise of automation. And the more we can automate in SEO, the better. But to caveat there, I do think SEO is a deeply human career. It's a deeply human role. Mm -hmm. When you're creating your content and your site, it, we can do all these things to make it great for Google, but the most important element is to make it great for human beings. Absolutely. We've got to say this sort of stuff as well. You know, we'll do, do ourselves out of a job otherwise, wouldn't we? Yeah. And yeah. I like my job. I'd like to keep it. So <laughs> never hear an SEO saying, Hey, it can all be done by robots. It's fine. Exactly. I actually, I do hear SEO say that. I'm like, Shh, don't, no. don't say <laughs> that. We want to keep, no, we want to keep our jobs. Um, but it's true. You know, I, I've used a lot of robo SEO tools and they're fantastic, but they're going to tell you to use the word the 70 times in your content because that's what the top <laughs> ranking tool is using. And that's, you know, in logic, it is good advice, but that's not what a human needs to hear. So it, all of these trends are important and helpful and useful, but the main takeaway for everything is still create good content and create a good user experience for a human being who is using your site. And again, very important near and dear to my heart, create a good user experience for everyone on your site, regardless of their abilities to use. So the hearing impaired, visual impaired, whoever, make sure that your website is accessible to all. Absolutely. I think we can all agree on that. That's our trends. One of them brutally ripped apart. But, I know, uh... that's so mean. <laughs> that was awful. What are your trends? Casey, what would, what, would, what would your list have looked like? I think it'd be very similar to yours besides the one, but my main focuses for 2022 are really going to be UX and page speed. I truly think UX is going to be as important as content. And Google gave us hints of that in 2022. What year is it? Google gave, gave us hints <laughs> of that in 2021 with the push for core web vitals. And that was so far out of Google's normal behavior. I think it's a big indicator of things we need to expect. Google does not tell us the standards of things ever. And all of a sudden they're saying, hey, you know, here you go. And for the first time ever, we're not just getting standards on content, we're getting standards on page experience, which is huge on a page by page level, not just the site health mm -hmm. as a whole. So this is the first time Google's saying, it's not just the content on your page matters, it's how users interact with your page and essentially if they're having a good time. So I think UX is going to be more and more important. And that's really something that companies need to focus on for 2022. And tied into that, your page speed. I've talked to many, many companies about page speed. It's always something that they say that they're working on. It's on the back burner, but it matters more and more and more than ever. It's been a ranking factor for quite a long time now, but not really a major one. I think it's a bigger ranking factor every year. And that really ties into UX as well. You have to focus on your page speed. And my kind of secret tip here, if you are having a continual problem with page speed, it's probably JavaScript slowing your site down or some really historical I've had code. That one before. Oh yeah. It's some really <laughs> historical code that was implemented way before you got there and you just got to clean it out, Marie Kondo your closet and, and attack that. <laughs> so 
those are really my two big ones is UX and page speed. I think they're really going to matter in 2022. But again, I'm going to keep shouting this from the rooftops. These trends are all well and good, but just keep making good content for your customers. And that's really the most important thing that we can tell you at the end of the day. Let's face it though, page speed and UX is that's an industry-wide trend. Like you should be hot. Even if it had nothing to do with Google, it's still important to focus on those two things because when a customer lands on your site, it makes them more likely to convert. Exactly. And it's not rocket science here. I mean, imagine walking into a traditional brick and mortar store and all of the items are placed on the top shelf that no one can reach or none of the aisles make sense or you turn all the lights off. Like this is what it translates to on the internet when it comes to UX and page speed. Like people need to be able to actually click around your site. It's great that they got there because of your great content and your historical, you know, technical SEO. But once Mm -hmm. they enter it, can they actually find the products that they need? And it's shocking how often they can absolutely and i think our conversion and optimization director ryan's ears are probably burning right now he does, and he doesn't know why <laughs> but anyway so in summary then our trends are okay but forget about voice search and really focus in on page speed and user experience i think that's the the top line the headline of this podcast so before we finish katie What are you personally most excited for in your job this year, personally and SEO specific, you know, whatever you want? Well, personally, and as you know, because we've been friends for a long time, I'm very excited to only have four weddings this year. And so (laughs) I know that's a big deal for me. But in my job, I'm really excited for the rise of video and for SEO automation. I think my customers are getting very creative in 2022 and they're very comfortable in creating content. They have a good flow going on. They have a good system. They know how to make good content that's optimized for SEO. But now I've seen them get more excited about getting more creative and video is a really big part of that. So I'm very excited to see the rise of video in 2022. I'm excited to see video get more competitive. And I'm excited to see all of the listeners of this podcast start tracking YouTube as a competitor. And yeah, everyone's going to do it. I'm going straight to do it now. I'm going, I'm going straight there. If right, that is the me. one thing I remember for, I hope it's on my gravestone. Tracking <laughs> That's the only thing I, I hope people take away from this discussion. <laughs> Well, it's been an absolute pleasure, as always, Katie. Good luck with your four weddings. Let me know if I can help out with any of them like we discussed. Um, I'm happy to don a wig and go in your in your place to Boston. Um, oh, yeah, you're my, you're my backup maid of honor, so we're good. Exactly. We, we got I, think, whole, I think I can uh, pull it off. We got a whole, like, parent trap situation going on. It'll work out. <laughs> uh, I hope this isn't the last time we chat. I'm sure it won't be. Uh, so without further ado, ha- have a great year. Thank you so much, Nick. This is so much fun. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye.